0: I mean, I listed one recently. A competing listing was 850. They had a lot of offers on it, and, and, and went up. And I said, okay, I feel safe. Ours isn't as nice, but the location is better. So this is how we look at pricing. Our location is better. So I said, I'm comfortable at 899. We had, I think, four offers on that property. So it went
1: from 899. We were able to get them a million fifty one. In the July Market Report episode of the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with Hal Swayze, we find it is still a seller's market despite a historically high mortgage rate increase. June sales numbers confirm it, and the team gives some advice to both sellers and buyers on how to best prepare themselves for what may be on the horizon. We are in a golden state of mind when it comes to real estate. Here's your host, James Bueno. Hello, everybody. It's
2: July the beginning of July, and it's uh, time for another market update with the uh, slow County Real Estate with uh, Hal Swayze. And as always, and I say this all the time, Hal Swayze, you're with us. How are you, sir? I'm great, James, but you don't seem as excited as
0: normal you, to have you, me talk you, about the market statistics you know, in I just, San Luis Obispo I told County. You this, is,
2: this is disappointing
0: right now. Well, I'm kind of... Am, feel, usually, am I a little out I'm of it pretty, I'm not very sensitive, but that, that one cut pretty deep. I don't know. I,
2: you know what? I don't know. I don't
0: yeah. know what it is. Yeah, yeah, you were I in need, a pretty picture at the last I need last some Yeah, right? so I know yeah. I was beautiful the last yeah. time we had one of these. It, it right?
2: was. It was. So then okay. you heard his voice. Mr. Pete, how are you, sir?
3: Oh, I'm doing great. I, you know, a little uh, dismayed Mr. Turner isn't here. We're, missing, uh, we're down one today. So um,
2: Maybe that's what it is. Maybe yeah. is. We're a man down. We're a man down. Yeah, man down. Man down. Yeah. And then uh, Mr. Kingman is here. How are you, sir? I'll
1: try to uh, fill in the best I can for John. <laughs> the
2: wise words of JT.
1: Right, yeah. You I'll know. just say what I think he would say in that instance. Ooh, that's tough. So <laughs> that's I tough. Choose.
2: You know, I, I went to a, a Giants game, and I watched actually two back-to-back games, and they lost them both. And JT said, don't come back. Without a win, so maybe he left you know <laughs>
0: <laughs> John is phenomenal on this podcast he 's the oldest guy in the room, and we there's you know we have a wide variety of ranges but i, I got to tell you for someone who helps me with my business and um, helps create the culture and help bring the best out of people i mean jay you 're really good at that. um you know John is just such an asset to our team, so in his absence, I want to just acknowledge that. I know we 're going to poke fun at John, but I, you know I mean the guy. Is really solid in um, in helping to create a better environment. I've learned a lot
2: from we do. We we love John, and you know what? Since, How since you're uh, bringing this up, uh, I told you about the story. I think I sent uh, all of you either a text message or an email. Uh, I spoke to a gentleman. I was looking at a rental in Shell Beach, and uh, it's a fellow, of uh, real estate agent. Yep. He said, "Hey, you know, I just want to let you know. I listen to your podcast, and one of the podcasts that Hal is talking about being a struggling." Agent at the beginning really helped him through, and you you know who it is now. What was oh yes, about. yep, a and great young man. And he's like you know I just want to let you know how really helped me through, um, you know making making it through a tough time, and he's still continuing, and uh, he's excited for some success. So Good, we helped Good. him out. Yeah,
0: it's it's a tough go, especially in the beginning. Yeah, we had a, somebody calling the other day wanted help because they. Didn't realize they can sell their house and and transfer their tax base, and you know it had a pretty le- serious life change, and um, so it, it's good to hear that it's getting out and people are learning from it. and That's our yeah. goal. So yeah,
2: absolutely, thanks you guys for absolutely. putting it on. Great info. So let's give out some more info.
0: Okay, July, 2023. Right <laughs> if for anybody that follows us, you know there's been a trend. So our inventory is down a little bit from last year. Okay, and that again was pretty record low. We had at the end of the month uh, just a, a few days ago. 260 active listings, that's not very much at all for a a county of 250,000 people. Um, Pending and close, both down about 20%, so that was a pretty rabid year, so that's to be expected. There's no way we could keep up with that pace, that was a record year. Our new listings were down, new homes coming on the market, about 30% from a year ago. So we only had 110 new homes come on the market, while we had 179 close. So that's not quite you know one half. Um, well, it's a little, little more than half. So what I'm saying is 179 sold off the market, only 110 came back. That means next month, we're gonna be even lower. So the other thing that we've noticed, which is a change from last year, is our days on the market. And when I sit down with a homeowner these days, uh, or we're talking to a buyer, either one, we find houses that are fairly priced are selling quickly. So all the sales in July in Arroyo Grande, average days, let me make sure I wrote it down correctly. Yeah, average days for the 20 sales in the city of Arroyo Grande, on the market for those who sold, six. Six days, okay? If I look at Morro Bay, um, for all the sales we had there in July, 14 days. In Los Osos, 10 days, Atascadero. 10 days, that's the average time on the market. It takes four or five days just to negotiate only if you have one offer. So I mean, that's like zero market time. So what does that tell us? There's buyers out there ready to buy and looking for reasonably priced home. I'm gonna still call it a seller's market.
2: Now how, are these cash buyers or are they getting loans?
0: It is definitely both. So I think buyers have learned on their own or with some counseling that if you're gonna be a buyer and really wanna buy a house, you better have talked to some lenders, right? And you better be pre approved and you better be looking good.
3: Yeah, no, nothing worse than falling in love with a house and not being qualified to buy it or yeah. having the paperwork. And by the time you get your offer in, it's off the market. Yes. Yeah. So if you're a buyer, uh, make sure you're consulting with a real estate professional that's going to get you pre qualified. If you don't have a lender, they can help you with that. If not, go directly to a lender and, and get that pre qualification. Otherwise, your offer is not even going to be looked at. I mean, I listed one recently,
0: a uh, competing listing was 850 they had a lot of offers on it and, and, and went up. And I said, okay, I feel safe. Ours isn't as nice, but the location is better. So this is how we look at pricing. Our location is better. So I said, I'm comfortable at $8.99. We had, I think, four offers on that property. So it went from $8.99, we were able to get them 1051 dollars oh, wow. so This is recent. So, and then I saw another beautiful house, and client made full price offer. One offer came a little bit less. That buyer got it. So again, it's still a very competitive market. So if you're a buyer, you have to be prepared. And if you're a seller, you better be prepared to you know, have activity if you price it fairly.
3: Right. Yeah, that's the trick. Right. If you yeah.
0: overprice it, it's just going to sit there. I had another agent use this expression. He goes, this market is not kind to those that missed the price in the beginning.
1: Right. <laughs> yeah, it's- I, I don't know how the pre-approval process works. Because of the volatility in the, in the market and in the interest rates, I mean, how often do you need to get pre-approved? Like you go in, you get pre-approved but then rates shoot up, uh, you gotta go in and, and do it again. It is
0: fluid, but not so much that usually it's gonna knock somebody out of the market. So let's say, oh, I just got pre-approved at 6.75% and I can borrow you know $700,000, let's say. Well, if that was at the tippy-tippy top of what they could do if the rates go up, well, guess what, they're, they're no longer qualified for that or they either need to put more money down or say, boy, if I can get the seller to pay 1% of their price to me, Now I can get that rate in, and I'm good to go. Okay. Okay. So it's a it's an ongoing conversation. We did see
3: quite a bit of that at the end of last year and the very beginning of this year. Yeah. um, The sellers making concessions where they were actually buying down rates so that the the pre-qualified buyer could get the rate that they were approved at.
0: Most sellers don't have to do that. I mean, last year we talked about a lot that change in the market. We Mm talked about when we talk with our lenders is it was such a big deal that we had to do that. For the sellers um, to be able to make them competitive and compel someone to make, want to make an offer, yeah, not so much. We're not seeing that. that the no, I mean, have you seen that? No, at a brokerage level. I mean, no. first month or two of the year, but now last three or four months, no, it's more yep. like, yeah, put on your bootstraps. It's going to be a, it's, it's a ride. You yeah. know, what do we talk about? Another thing. What can we learn? One, we know it's a low inventory market. We also know it's very efficient. And here's what I mean by that. I have a lemonade stand and and I don't sell anything for two days, I guess nobody wanted lemonade, nobody came by, whatever. But if I sell out in five minutes, I go, oh wow, I probably should right add corner. more lemonade, or the yeah. right corner, more yeah. lemonade. So we know in six to seven days, if you're not getting offers, that you probably missed the mark, which is scary for a seller, and maybe a little bit exciting that you know that, you know, it's how you look at it. Um, we had a property that was in a tough location, had like this best deciding, but, you know, so it was a little tricky, and we comped it with another house, and we thought we were right, and after a week in a, a quote-unquote lower-end property, we had like six showings, and the feedback was too much work for this price, hmm. right? Yeah, so no we offers. made the adjustment, and, and uh, in this case, I'll use generalizations, went from 799 to 750 and the next thing you know, we had a pretty quick cash offer not too far off that. So the market is efficient and moves really quickly, right? And if you're one of those sellers and you're not getting that activity, you know, it could be a few things, but a lot of times it can be the pricing. So what do I do as a buyer? Be prepared, okay? Get with your lender. Don't be shy about writing an offer. If you have a good agent counseling you, you can only do the best you can do but be prepared to be competitive.
3: Yeah, you know one of the things about meeting with a lender, because there's, there, there's different stages of getting approved. You can get a pre-approval, which is probably the, the simplest route, like here's, you fill out this document, this right. is what I make, blah, 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 blah. They, may, do they see tax returns on that? I, I don't know. Um, but then you can actually go through the process of being fully approved as a borrower, so that all, the only thing that needs to happen is the house needs to qualify. Yes. Um, so there's there's multiple layers and I would suggest if you're, you know, if you've been in the market, if you've made offers, if you haven't got offers accepted, go through the underwriting process, get yourself teed up to be able to say, OK, listen, we're fully we're a fully underwritten borrower when we make our offer and that's going sh- to have a lot more weight.
0: Now, we're, we're not lenders, but would you say that's kind of almost being as good as cash?
3: Yeah, almost. almost. A lot of buyers will remove or waive their appraisal contingency mm-hmm. um, because they're already approved. Yeah, or financing, um, yeah, no yeah. financing F- contingency. No, excuse me, yeah, financing contingency, yes, yeah. because they're already underwritten. And the only thing that needs to happen is that the property needs to appraise. Um, and
0: even then, there are waivers. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If they have the enough day. money
3: coming down, they don't depending need to, on yeah. what
0: you're doing. Right. So yeah. you can really bolster your case and and make yourself more competitive. So so I guess for the buyers, what would I coach you? Be prepared. Be prepared. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Okay. And sellers, you know here's the thing like if you're if you're a successful surgeon dentist uh, auto mechanic whatever you're doing that's your profession right lean into a real estate professional any aggregator isn't your best friend when it comes to pricing in your specific market lean into a real estate professional that has up-to-date data looking at not only closed properties but properties that are on the market properties that have uh, gone into escrow they can talk to other real estate professionals that are engaged in those activities and give you a really narrow version or a window of what your Property's value is going to be and increase your rate of success, so that you're not missing the market. And, and I would say early detection and, and preparation
0: as well for a seller, yeah. meaning like you give the doctor example. Mm-hmm. Well, do you want to wait till you're sick to see the doctor, or you want to go in early and see what should I do? I think what, what I would tell people is, don't be shy. You're not going to be locked into anybody about meeting someone early. If you meet with them. They're gonna go, Well, you probably should paint your eaves and you probably should, you know, get the garden covered up, fill up the gopher holes. You do these certain things, put some bark down. Those are not difficult things, but if you're busy, it's not your thing, you're you have other things going on, it's like, Well, I've got somebody who can come over and give you a price and get it done in six days and you'll be ready to go. We spend a lot of time helping people prepare which yeah. saves them time and energy, puts them in a little better position. If you do it yourself, it takes a long time, and if you hire somebody, it can take a while, but call on that person earlier just to get a sense. Yeah.
3: Right? And, and I think most people that you call on are gonna be happy to help. And there, there's been some, some national surveys done on individuals that are online looking for properties, yep. and they would prefer, I mean, this is crazy, two years ago, they wanted to talk to somebody or communicate with somebody. right? And it. now, so only 2% would prefer to communicate with a bot because they want to have somebody on the other side. That number is up to 14%. 14% of people online looking would rather interface with uh, artificial intelligence because they're just looking for information and they don't want to bother their realtor.
0: Are they worried about bothering them or are they worried about like, I don't want to be connected to someone. It's like dating, you know, I don't want to be committed. uh, Maybe it's a little of both. I mean, I'm I'm old school. I ask for directions, I'll stop, roll down the window. I go to a restaurant, what's good, can you change it? You know, mm. if, if I have a question, I'd rather talk to a person because I can answer it instantaneously going sure. going writing a question down
1: and get an automated response. Travel agents are a thing of the past, right? You Gone. Have to book, you have to book all your travel online. Yeah. We have a vacation coming up where there's a lot of different components to it. A hotel room in this city and a car rental here, and then you gotta drop off the car rental, you gotta get on a boat, and then you gotta get off the boat, and then you gotta get the car rental again, then you gotta go to another city, then you gotta go to a theme park, then you gotta go. So many times in booking that process, I thought, man, whatever happened to travel? Agent? Yeah, where's your where's the travel agent? Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, gosh, how nice would it have been to yeah. be like, hey, this is what we want to do. We would have paid the extra money for it, but they don't exist anymore. So you yeah. have to go through the process at least that's that's a trip that's small potatoes compared to an investment like buying a house and when you're buying a house you shouldn't go to an aggregator and be like oh okay well this says it's worth this much let's go ahead and uh, uh feel our way through this process there's too much involved to feel your way through this process
0: there's so much available online to look at to shop and, mm-hmm. and i'm not a patient person like that <laughs> yeah. so i got my own 89 year old father he's living in a place and you know, considering maybe, you know, maybe moving into something else. And so he wants to paint the driveway and, and, and he's very handy, very active. And he's got somebody coming over um, to like fix the steps on the entry to the property. And I go, well, who'd you get? Well, I found somebody. So he got a card in the mail or something. He called it. I go, Dad, this is my dad. It's his dad. I deal with people like this all the day that I know that will come right over and give us a very fair price. What are you doing? Who's your son? So I can't expect the. If my father won't do it, you know, I I got an uphill battle.
2: We've said this many times. What's the difference between using an aggregator like um, the Z word and then how? Are they not accurate at all? Are they way off basis?
3: It's an aggregator. All they're doing is like scraping the internet for data and then they're collecting it and then regurgitating it and giving it back to you. There is so many ways that can go wrong. In fact, that company had at one point in time, they were buying houses and they closed that division down because their values were so far off. And they miss stuff. Like I get we get calls all the time like hey, I want to go see this property in Atascadero. It's a four bedroom, three bath house on five acres for $569,000. Like mm. well that that <laughs> it's it sold 5 years ago. And that was the yeah. price it sold for 5 years ago. Right. But oh, but it's showing on this website right now for sale and available. Well, what do you think those websites do? they grab your data and then they sell that to somebody else so they can collect a fee from them. And that's what's happening. Whereas if you're working with a professional that's, that's ingrained in the community, that's got their pulse on what's happening, you're going to get a much higher quality result and a better experience and a true experience. I use the medical comparison a lot, but it's
0: like, Oh, I've got this thing going on. I'm gonna check WebMD. Well, there's probably a general answer for it, but there's a reason you go to a doctor <laughs> yeah. and go, "Oh, you didn't, you didn't think to ask about this thing on your shoulder or whatever." Yeah, and doctors love WebMD. Oh, maybe they do. I don't know. Oh, do. Sarcoma. That's you know, great. If you there's something I, I never yourself. heard of, I'll look it up, <laughs> yeah. right? But otherwise, <laughs> I I'm going, "Hey, Steve, so, yeah. uh, what? You know, I got this thing going on. Can you help me? <laughs> Come on in, take a picture. I don't know what it is, but yeah, it's this. It's the same thing. You got to." it's good to have somebody that's aware and there's plenty of good people that people can rely on in our marketplace for that so anyway um, so, so to recap the market you know we're probably going to continue when we have this next month I, I think we'll probably have low inventory high demand days on the market are also down um, I talked about and and the last thing I want to mention in many of our towns an average price now we'd shred it because it doesn't mean a lot but in Los Osos, San Luis Obispo, or Grande, for example, all those places are closed sales this month,
3: average price higher than a year ago. Uh, out of the seven areas in the state of California that they've, that they've looked at, Northern California, Southern California, Inland Empire, like all these little places, we were the only area, the scenic coast was the only area that actually went up in value. Everybody else was going down.
0: Let me add the caveat. Because then everybody that I talk to wants to sell their house well, it should be worth more. I mean, I've seen (laughs) houses that sold last March that they're trying to sell now, when they were competing with eight offers, that they're gonna have to sell for less than that. Yeah, and to jump. So it's not a a general statement. Sure. Let's talk specifics, real estate, location, competitive situations, somebody bought about something a year ago and got a really good price and now it's worth way more than anybody else in the market in terms of price. So they fluctuate, but in general, the trend in a lot of places, is
3: strong pricing, strong demand. Values are so all, of, all over the board that you really, that's why you really need to call somebody that's a professional in the industry to help you with, because one community might be different than the community right next door. Yeah. Like a two streets over, totally different uh, home values, totally yeah. different median. Well, well,
0: let's think about this. Let's assume all the banks were all, one bank. It was, you know, all the banks were just one bank. What percentage of the real estate in this county they own? So oh, okay. even at fifty percent, I don't know what the value is, but look at all the wealth or all the real estate that is, you know, quote unquote owned by the bank or controlled by the bank, because you're partners with the bank, which sure. are, I have I have a loan on my house. They don't go to online to check value. They send <laughs> no. a professional out and do oh, a wow. report. <laughs> yeah, what a great analogy. Right? So so if they're willing to do that, you know, um, start you can start online, but you know, yeah,
3: boy, that's a great perspective.
2: So you know I like putting you on the spot when's it going to stop? Hmm. When, when are we going to have months to where there's more available inventory than, than closed?
0: So if interest rates continue to go higher because we are so rate controlled, I mean mm. whether it's That's real true. estate or other things, so if, 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 if those rates go higher because the Fed's trying to slow down the economy right. they want to slow down demand, right? They want to slow down demand for everything which means jobs could be affected So if the general economy goes into a recession and somebody's not making as much, they may be less likely to buy a house. They, you know, people were nervous when rates went up last year, real estate slowed way down. Mm -hmm. People were nervous when we had COVID, it slowed way down. Now, did it last very long? No. So John Turner and Warren Buffett would say, that's the resilience of the US economy.
3: Absolutely.
0: And then within that economy is the San Luis Obispo real estate resilience. Yeah, I'm gonna share this story again. I had an older gentleman, very successful. Um, we've become friends, and I, I just go, Boy, you know, he's looking for an investment property. And I go, Well, you don't get a very good return. Well, I don't get much in the bank. And I go, Are, Do you want appreciation or cash flow? He goes, Well, I want both. I go, Boy, appreciation, really? He goes, Yeah. He goes, how have, have you been here in San Luis Obispo so long Sure. He goes, You ever been to Carmel? Yeah. You've been to like Malibu? Yeah. You've been to Santa Barbara? We're cheaper than all those places. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Are we any better? It sure seems like it, yeah. right? If, if those people decide to move from there to here, mm-hmm. so he he still thinks that this is an underpriced market in relation to the mm. features and benefits. And he's been in those markets, so he's yeah, he, you yeah. he know, oh, I've been there. I looked at him. I go, yeah, I mean, that's fine. That's no better than I mean, I don't know. Yeah, real estate is a very local thing, and and I think. Um, you know, we're just lucky to be here. We're floating up now. We're floating now, now, now. now we're floating up. Yeah, yeah we're yeah. floating down on interest rates. Floating, floating down. down is rather float fun up. next week. Yeah, <laughs>
3: chase them down, push them down. Yeah, yeah be, be down? sure to that listen to next
1: week's cool. podcast so yeah. you know what floating down is all about.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right, gentlemen. Uh, fun as always.
2: Thank you very much for being here, Hal Jay and Mister Kingman. Thank you so much, and uh, we'll see everybody next week. Thank you for listening to the House Swayze podcast. Be sure to subscribe and rate this podcast. It comes out every Monday, so check for it in your feed for the latest information on the San Luis Obispo County market. The Slow County Real Estate with House Swayze podcast is available wherever you get your podcast and on housewazy.com where you can find current listings and other real estate tips. com. that's H-A-L-S-W-E-A-S-E-Y.com. I am James Bueno, Director of Marketing for the Hal Swayze Group. If you're looking for anything real estate, give us a call, 805-781-3750.
1: Hal Swayze is a licensed California real estate broker. DRE number 01111911. This Low County Real Estate with Hal Swayze podcast is a production of AGM Podcasts. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.